0: Hello and welcome to the Jordan High 2004 podcast. This is Gonzo. And
1: this is Steve. Steve, how's it going? It's going great. How about you? I'm, I'm happy. I'm doing good. Do you
0: have any updates on your beard? <laughs>
1: <laughs> uh, I did shave my face.
0: Yeah, I, I noticed that.
1: <laughs> but I do have a sweet mustache. Um, Natalie hates it. I don't know why.
0: Yeah, it's like kissing a dream.
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh, but I, I'm still using my stuff. I just I wanted to shave because I'm trying something new. But I will give everybody a, an update here. Yeah, really hopefully, soon.
0: like, maybe
1: shaving will, like, open up all those new follicles now that you're using that roller. It's, it's got to happen. I don't know. We'll see. But uh, the, mustache, the mustache will stay for a little bit. Nice. Yeah. So, you know... Um, <laughs> I wanted to kind of like
0: I wanted to talk about the podcast a little bit and call out some some people. Yeah. So we can see on our like on our podcast like um hosts they track a whole bunch of stuff for us. So we see like the average age of the listener, um we see like if they're male or female listeners or like in what apps they listen. And also we get to see what country they're listening from. And We have one listener in Australia that I know, it's Sefa. We have a listener in Japan that I know, it's Don Hoover. But we have, like, other countries. Like, we have one listener in Italy that I think it's Zach Hewitt's um, Mission Companion that listens. But then we have a listener in Germany, a listener in the UK, a listener in Panama, and a listener in Uruguay. So... Listener in Uruguay, are you my cousin? <laughs> are we related? Please uh, send us an email or a voice memo. And same thing with listener in the Pan- in Panama or the U- in the UK and Germany. Uh, and we want to hear from you guys. Who I know it's just one listener, so it's it's one person. Who are you? And how, are you from our high school? Do you know us? Send us a quick email, just. Uh, Or even better, if you if you're up for a voice memo, please send us a voice memo. Yeah, I
1: would love to hear a voice memo from UK, uh, England, and it tells us like rough area where they are in these areas. Well,
0: even like the Germany, it says it's Hees Germany, H E S S E Germany is where it's coming from. Um, Uruguay is Montevideo, so from the capital the panama is from provincia de, Pan- de panama and yeah uk from england so yeah we want to hear from from these epi- these uh listeners outside the us send us send us a message an email or a voice memo
1: sefa send in a voice memo
0: yeah we want to hear your uh, sweet your sweet accent <laughs> <laughs> So, today we have uh, Lisa Harris. It's Lisa Morgan, now her married last name, on the podcast. Her and I weren't friends. We would, like, wave to each other to say hello in high school. But I, ever since, so when we set up our uh, podcast Instagram, I just, I really went down the yearbook and typed everybody's name. And when it came up and it was a picture I kind of sort of recognized, I'm like, follow. So, I followed as many classmates as we could. And her was one that accepted the request. And I kind of like just follow her Instagram because it's she's got um, triplets and her posts are like just adorable. So yeah. I'm like, I'm, every time she posts, I'm like, let's
1: see what they're up to. <laughs> <laughs> well, good. You can ask her about that when we talk to her. Yeah. So I'm excited to talk to her. Uh, I'm really looking forward to it. So here's our interview with Lisa Morgan. All right. Here we go.
0: Welcome to the podcast.
2: Thank you. It's so good to see you guys.
0: Good. It's I, good to I, see you. I'm glad I kind of roped you in. I, I know you were like, hey, you guys should ask people like this and that. And I'm like, Whoa. <laughs> how about you being on the podcast?
2: <laughs> I know. I knew it was risky, but it was just like torturing me because I wanted to know more about them. Like the first couple guests, you know?
0: Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, and we started doing it. We do that now. Yeah. So,
2: yeah. yeah. You totally do. I love so, it.
0: So why don't you catch us up? Tell us what you've been up to.
2: Oh man, that's a loaded question. <laughs>
0: yeah.
2: Well, after high school, I married a fellow Jordan B. Digger. He was a senior when we were sophomores though.
0: So uh, alright.
2: Anyways, he's an awesome guy.
0: Did you guys date in high school?
2: No, we did not date in high school. I knew who he was.
0: Did he? We know didn't who date. You were?
2: I think so. <laughs> Yeah, he knew who I was, but we just, like, had different circles of friends, and I was always dating someone else and or other people. So, anyways, after a couple years after high school, we started dating. Our, You know my best friend, Erin Morgan, or Jensen at the time? Mm-hmm. So, she was dating, like, she had a missionary, Jared Morgan, and then our husbands were just, like, best friends. And so, just by default, we started hanging out and... So anyway, so that's how we got together, and then um, since then we've had kids, lots of kids, and we've we've lived in South Jordan for the last eleven years. We've been married for almost fifteen. So our oldest is eleven. I've been doing this mom thing for a long time. It feels like he's
0: oh, wow. getting big. And South Jordan, you're not that far from us. I mean, we're in South right? Jordan. South Jordan, it's like just down Redwood.
2: Yeah, where are you? West Jordan?
1: No, we're in uh, Saratoga Springs.
2: Oh. We both live in Saratoga
1: Springs. Yeah. My dental practice is in West Jordan. Oh, that must be why. That might
2: be why. Okay, cool. Nice. Yeah, we're not too far away. We're just out in daybreak. Oh, cool. Very nice. So, yeah, we've been out here. That was like our first house 11 years ago. And then in the last six months, we moved twice within daybreak. Whoa,
1: there you
2: go. Yeah. So now we're in our hopefully really long- Time
1: house yeah so. oh that's cool. so yeah you don't want to move again moving just so much no <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah we do not want to move again especially with six kids we don't want to move again it's a lot of kids so there's a lot of kids Even been busy yeah with
0: that. yeah and I even, I even said i follow your instagram with your um triplets and you're always posting their they're adorable and but they also yeah, feel like thank you. triplets would be so much work like Uh, I don't envy
1: you.
2: (laughs) (laughs) You know what? I didn't envy myself at the beginning. (laughs) So we had like three, we had three kids. So it was like fall of 2019. We had three kids and we felt like maybe we could be done. Maybe we should have one more. So we had a, at that time, nine-year-old, seven-year-old and four-year-old. So, anyways, one thing led to another. We decided to have another. And then um, we just got the shock of a lifetime that we were having three. So, that was, like, insane. Because we were going to be done at three, you know? Yeah. So, we were never going to have six.
1: No. <laughs> <laughs> so, joke's on you.
2: <laughs> so, yeah, that was super shocking, yes. And I was, like, not excited at first either. Like, I, I was pretty... Sad, actually, to be honest, <laughs> I feel so bad saying that because people like so many people struggle to have babies and stuff, but it was super hard. It was such a shock. And like, that was just never our plan to have so many kids.
0: Yeah. I mean, <laughs> but
2: now, yeah.
0: No, you, I, I get it. And it's, it's scary, not only to have that many kids, but also to have like three babies all at once. And then, I, I mean, I remember you as being, I want to say you were like five, four. Or, like,
2: you're yep. around that, yeah. s-
0: that size. So, you're not, like, you're a smaller lady to also right, carry right. three babies. It'd, it'd be scary. Yeah. Scary for your health. Scary for those babies' yeah. health. So, it's, like, yeah, I, I don't know. I, I feel, I, I'd assume your head would be just rolling around with a million thoughts.
2: Oh, yeah. It was, like, I mean, it was so shocking. So, my husband wasn't with me when I found out. I was just, we were, like, it's our fourth. You know, we've done this before. And he had to go to work that day because it was the first day back after the Christmas break. And so he had been gone. He gets like a two-week break. Anyway, so he was like, I've got to go to work today. So I'm like, it's fine. I'm sure I'll be fine. (laughs) And so anyways, when so the doctor told me we were having – he was like, were you taking any fertility medicine? And I was like, you should know. You're my (laughs) – you know. Anyways, in, in answer to that question, because I'm sure people will wonder, I was just, I did one round of Clomid, like the lowest dose, which is just like, not really, a, they don't really consider that. The chances of getting twins on that is like 10% or something. So the the odds of triplets is like very small. My doctor was floored. He's never, ever seen it. But anyways, so he was like, oh my gosh, i I think you're having triplets. And I was just like spinning. So I went out to my car and cried my eyes out. Like I've probably never cried that hard in my whole life. (laughs) I had my, I had my little four year old with me. I felt so bad, but (laughs) I mean, I was like wailing in the car (laughs) because I, because of what you were saying, I was just so scared. I, it felt so scary. I was like, will they all be healthy? Will they all live? Can I do that? How can my body carry three babies? How can I take care of my other kids and do this? Like it just was so overwhelming.
1: Were your first so, three pre- pregnancies hard, or were they okay? Or all three just they were different? like
2: okay, yeah, they were normal, you know. So, but it's, I mean, <laughs> one baby's like plenty to carry, so it was just like so overwhelming. And I was, I would say, I fell into like a pretty deep depression for a few weeks, just because I was so it was just not the life I envisioned, you know, like one baby seemed so fun and easy, but three was just like life shattering, changing. I should say
1: yeah.
2: <laughs> <gasps> to me at the time, it felt so upsetting, but I mean, needless to say, I've come a long way. I'm, it didn't take too long to like fall in love with them and the idea of them. And
1: so, so yeah, they...
2: 2020 was a journey for us.
1: Are they, uh, Boys, girls, a little mix. What are they? Yes.
2: Yeah. So there are two boys and a girl. They're not identical. So the boys aren't identical. So we just had like three eggs. So they were all in their own sack and stuff. So, so yeah, we had a, we. So now we have three of each. So we have three girls and three boys.
1: That's awesome. So, Perfect. Yeah. Balance. There you go. That's exciting. That's
2: crazy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's been a crazy, crazy year, for sure. <laughs> yeah,
1: that's a good way to put it.
2: <laughs> yeah. Well,
1: well, good for you. And, and everybody's healthy? Everybody's good at this point? Yes.
2: Yeah. Yeah. So um, they were born at 30 weeks. So they were 3 pounds, 10 ounces each. And um, so they were in the NICU for about 52 days. Like, you know, they all came home on different days, but around, around there. So, um, they're all healthy. Like, our the, they all had holes in their hearts, which is a pretty normal, creamy thing. And then our daughter, her name's Birdie, she came home with a hole in her heart. So she still has it and they're hopeful it will close, but she came home on oxygen. And so she was on oxygen until about December and they were born June 7th. So that was, You know, it was a handful,
1: Yeah,
2: but she's doing really great. Like they're growing, they're thriving. She's doing really well. They feel like hopeful that it, it could still close on its own. If it doesn't, it's a pretty routine procedure. So, so yeah,
0: that's great. And happy birthday to them, I guess. Yeah. Thank you. you. Birthday uh, recently.
2: Yeah. They just turned one.
0: So Lisa, tell us, uh, tell us a little bit about yourself uh, in high school. How did you see yourself then?
2: I feel like I saw myself similar to how everyone, like, you know, I don't feel like I've changed that much, but I was pretty outgoing. I think I had, I felt like I had a good group of friends. Like, I think I was friendly and nice. I hope that that's true in my, in my memory that is, <laughs> but um, yeah, I was, I loved being involved in extracurricular activities, tennis and choir and Magicals was so fun. That was, like, an awesome experience. Um, yeah, I liked being social. I probably cared a little bit too much about things that didn't matter, and I cared not as much as I should have about things that do matter, like grades and learning. <laughs> I was a fine student. I just wasn't, like, you know, I was having fun hanging out with my friends.
0: Yeah, so, so what What you said? What did you, you care about when you were saying like just friends like social
2: life you know boys hanging out with my <laughs> friends <laughs> i mean i cared i cared about grades but i wasn't like overly worried about it i i like floated by pretty much when it comes to homework and stuff
0: all right but yeah so you i were, had
2: a great oh sorry go ahead you were
0: friendly had a good good group of friends so you could say you, you liked high school, you liked those, time, those times and had a pretty good time?
2: Yeah, for sure. I loved high school.
0: All right. So um, <laughs> what's changed? Who are you now?
2: I feel like I'm pretty, I mean, I'm pretty similar to how I was. I would say I've grown a lot in a lot of ways. I'm not as quite as carefree. I'm a little more uh, anxious and exhausted. <laughs> motherhood can do that to you I think but yeah I think I'm I'm a little bit more introverted now than I was back then maybe I like I definitely like to I get recharged from quiet alone time and that could have to do with being surrounded by awesome kids all day
1: but, they need you all the time
2: all the time all the time <laughs> <laughs> my um, five-year-old right now, she can't, she always has to know where I am in the house. <laughs> so she'll always be like, where are you? What floor are you going to be on? And I'm like, I'm not, I promise I'm not leaving this house. I promise. She has to always follow me. So anyways, I feel like I'm in a lot of, I'm the same in a lot of ways, you know?
0: So yeah, but, and you say you've, you're a little bit more introverted you're obviously like a hundred times busier than you were back then. Yeah. Um, and so but you feel like you're the same in a lot of ways. Is, is introverted the only difference that you've noticed or are there other
1: things that you've seen like growth or change? Or what about like lessons you've learned? Like maybe you yeah. can see yourself as the same type of person, but what are some of the lessons that you've learned over yeah. the last several years?
2: Um, I mean, I think a huge thing for me has just been learning that our thoughts have so much power and more so than our circumstances. That's been a huge, I mean, obviously with the triplets, that was a huge thing, but I feel like that, that probably started long before that. I feel like I've been being prepared for, for this experience, um, So I was, yeah, I feel feel like I've grown a lot. I've grown in a lot of ways. I feel like I'm a lot more aware of other people and a lot more compassionate, like listening to all of, I think back, you know, in high school, you're just naturally a little bit selfish. You're in your own world. You just, you know what I mean by that? Like,
0: no. Yeah. yeah. And I feel like, especially in high school, you are so much inside of your own head and almost tune out everybody else, like, or everybody else's feelings. Yeah. It's, like, so easy to be a self-centered teenager. And it's, like,
2: right. I feel
0: like as you grow up, uh, at least I know I I have, you start breaking that up and, and thinking. And as you have kids, you're always thinking about them or start thinking yeah. about other people and their feelings.
2: Yeah. I just feel like in high school, it's you're just in your own little world. But now I would say I'm definitely more aware of other people and – listening to everyone's stories so far it's been so I love um learning about people and their stories and it's just been so good it's been I wish I could go back and give everybody a big huge hug you know (laughs) especially those like you just never know what people are going through yeah I had no idea some all the things I mean that's already been talked about but about you guys and your home life and other people that you've had on and you just have so much more compassion and understanding and, you know, I don't know. So I think yeah. I've grown a lot in that way, for sure.
1: So you're able to look more more outside of yourself. You're able to, to try and see people for who they are and learn their story rather than, I guess i the teenagers, you're like, all of us are going through that time in high school. Where you're trying to figure out who am I really, who do I like to be around? What do I want them to think I am? And we don't know. And now we've had 20 years since that time to like do what you want. I love that you brought up like your thoughts because you can't change circumstances, but you can absolutely control your thoughts and your actions and your results in that circumstance. And, uh, that's super powerful to, to recognize
0: that.
2: Yeah. That's been huge for me.
0: So you're saying also, so it's in a way you're saying you're more empathetic you think about more people and you can sense people's feelings a little bit more.
2: Yeah, definitely.
0: What do you think have been the times in your life that have brought that growth in you?
2: You know what? I, I feel like that actually did start young for me. Like just going through things with friends where I felt mistreated or hurt by other people. And it caused me to not want to be that way, you know, and it just made me more aware So I would, I, I mean, there were experiences like that with friends in middle school where I suddenly felt like my best friends kind of, I mean, that's a whole side story, but it, it doesn't matter now, but that was a really big learning experience for me. I remember feeling like this was probably in eighth grade or so, but I, all of a sudden my best friends kind of weren't there for me and it, and it made me, I started to think, I just remember one time thinking to myself, um, I'm just going, I can't control how they're treating me. And so I'm just going to try to sit by someone new, like every day or everywhere I go or whatever. And I just, it kind of opened a door for me, a, a window of thinking about in that way of other people. And I don't know, I just never wanted to, to be hurtful to anyone, you know? So I would say it started then. And then just, I mean, as I went through high school and relationships and just different things, it just helped me become that way. I don't know. I don't know how to explain that one, but the, I mean, obviously the, the power of thoughts that has been huge for me with the babies. When I found out about the babies, like I said, I was pretty depressed for a little while and um, And I already knew that about that. I could control my thoughts, but it's harder. It's easier said than done sometimes, you know, but I remember going to a few days after we found out the news, maybe a week after I took my daughter to her, the pediatrician for a checkup. And I, I told him that I was with triplets and I just instantly burst into tears, of course. <laughs> and he was like, so good to me. He sat down with me and he said, have you ever heard the story about, or the analogy about Denmark and Paris? Have you guys heard that? No. no, no. (laughs) So quick story. So he's like, okay, there's this guy and he's been waiting his whole life to go to Denmark. It's all he's ever wanted. He saved his money for years. He studied everything there is to know. He knows the language. He knows the food. And it's like his greatest life's dream. And so, and it's funny, he told me this now in hindsight, because he said, the guy gets on a plane to go to Denmark, finally, and the captain comes over the intercom and says, there's been a disease outbreak. <laughs> but that's the funny part, right? And he said, um, there's been a, a disease outbreak in Denmark, and they're shutting the borders. and you can't go to Denmark. So we're rerouting everyone to Paris. And he's like, so what does the guy do? he can either be super mad and disappointed and angry the whole time that his trip to Denmark got canceled, or he can be like, screw it. I'm going to Paris, you know, <laughs> and Paris is beautiful and it's amazing. And people dream their whole lives of going to Paris and the food is good. And it's, I mean, that's a dream place for many, many people. Anyways, he told me that analogy and I, and it really helped me to, to like start to shift the way I was thinking about my situation with having the triplets, because I was just like, I I was feeling so bleak. Like, I couldn't see how my life could ever get back to normal. How could we travel? How could we go anywhere? We're going to need a new car. We're going to need a new house. Like, everything was changing. And um that was like the first day that I was able to really start seeing like, okay, yes, this might not be Denmark, the plan, but it's Paris. And Paris is pretty amazing, you know? Yeah.
0: Yeah, it, it kind of goes to so it's like saying that happiness isn't really based on like circumstances. <clears throat> happiness is based on your expectations, you know, it's right. just like people. Yeah, it's like, if someone wanted to go to Paris, and you know, they got routed to Denmark, it's like, oh, they could be really upset. But it's right, you know, because they were expecting it. But if You know, if we can change our expectations, then we can find happiness in whatever circumstance that we're in.
2: Yeah, totally. I think that's been a huge thing that I've learned and that I am learning still and applying. You know, we still have like days where it feels super overwhelming and it feels like we can't go anywhere or do anything. But they're awesome. They're like the most amazing thing that's ever happened to us. So, you know, that's been a great Life lesson for me, for sure.
1: I think that's a great lesson. I like that analogy. I think that's a good way to put a possibly complex experience into a pretty simple analogy. Like you're able to, I totally can relate yeah. to that, and that that makes it relatable.
2: Yeah, sure. like that totally clicked in my head and I was just like, okay, yes, you're right. Paris could be fun. <laughs> yeah. So that was awesome. And then a couple weeks after that, we went to our first. Maternal fetal medicine um, appointment, and they said, "They said we have to um, talk to you about the option to reduce to twins." Dang. And I was like, "Oh, oh, what?" And she was like, "Yeah, we have to. Like, we legally are. We legally have to tell you that having triplets can be super risky, and that you can. There is an option to have a reduction to twins." And I was just – and in that moment, all of a sudden, I was just like, are you kidding me? Of course not. Like, these are my babies, all three of them. And so that was a good experience because I was like, that mama bear instinct kicked in for me. And I was just like, no, I want these babies, of course. And anyways, over those experiences, my mind was able to really shift. And then it was just easy from there, (laughs) mentally-ish. (laughs) <laughs> you know, yeah, easier.
0: Yeah. Well, yeah. Or like it's more locked into your mind, you know, it's like, give it, like yeah. giving you the option sealed in the decision of like, yeah. no, these are my babies. Yeah.
2: Yeah. I think when it become, cause in that moment, technically it was optional, you know? Yeah. And so all of a sudden I'm like, if that, yeah, if this is my choice, of course I'm keeping all three babies. Are you kidding? You know? And it just, that was a powerful moment for me too, to, but again, it's just all about the way my mind was working and, and how I was thinking. And so I often have to give myself that self talk and therapy about what are your thoughts telling you and are they real? You know, most of the time it's never whatever it is that you're thinking about. It's not that it's not about. Like, if people are, if you are feeling hurt by somebody, it's not, it probably has nothing to do with you. Does that make sense? Whatever they've said or done has something to do with what's happening in their life. Yeah.
0: Yeah.
2: And it probably has nothing to do with you.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
2: But we tell ourselves that it does because we're just like. Oh my gosh, they hate me or whatever. You know what I'm saying?
1: No, yeah, yeah I get it. Yeah, for sure. When Gonzo's yeah. really mean to me, I just think he he's just having a
2: bad. Yeah, <laughs> you just gotta remember, Gonzo's just trying to, just you know,
1: try- run I'm just that dealing with a lot just of trying stuff. to survive. <laughs> yeah. yeah,
2: He's just he's just cranky about the he can't have four pieces of pizza. He just no. has
0: to have three. That makes that's really hard. <laughs> so <are something>. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Lisa, um, is there something that? you've gotten passionate about, something that you've gotten into?
2: I mean, as cliche as it sounds really and truly, I'm just passionate about motherhood. And I my passions are baking and gardening and all the domestic things. <laughs> but that's just true. That is what I love. I love it. And, I mean, when I was in high school, I would have – it would have been my wildest dream to have six kids. And so it's just – it's all I ever wanted was to be a wife and a mom and I think it's easy for women especially who are stay-at-home moms to feel like all their all they're doing in quotations is just being a mom but being a mom a, a present mom is the best thing it's the most important work and I it's been interesting listening to people's stories about their home lives or their families and how hard that 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 can be and how much it affects their life and so listen to these stories and realize that what you're doing is irreplaceable, you know?
0: Yeah, that's a, that's great. And then, yeah, I don't like when people say, I'm just a mom. It's like, cut me you just You're a mom. That's like the whole world. That's awesome. Yeah.
2: That's the whole world, you know? So yeah, I'm, I'm besides my kids and my family, my husband, I'm passionate about just creating. I would say artistic, like Anything I can create, whether that's a garden or yummy food or painting. I also do hair. That's really a creative outlet for me. So.
1: Oh, great. Do you have a garden right now? Yeah. What's in your garden? What are you, it's, what are you growing?
2: It's actually my first year having a vegetable garden. I'm, I was always into flower gardening. This is the first time we've had a space to have a vegetable garden. So it's been super fun, but we're growing lots of things, tomatoes, Tons of tomatoes, peppers. Like we have all the things for salsa: onions, tomatillos, garlic. <laughs> we have lettuce. Uh, let's see what else: potatoes, sweet potatoes, peas, beans, carrots, okay. beets. Yeah, you have
0: everything. Are you going to do a homemade yeah. salsa? <laughs> uh,
2: absolutely. That's. I have two boxes that are salsa boxes. They're dedicated
0: okay well let me know <laughs>
2: yeah we'll,
0: we'll, okay we let can know drive to daybreak uh, to to pick up some homemade yeah. salsa
2: you got it i'll let you know in there when i'm harvesting
0: <laughs> <Perfect>.
2: <laughs> yeah do you guys like garden
1: uh no <laughs> no but it, it fascinates me i i feel like i like the idea of doing it but i don't want to do it like I, there's other things you I want to do. My time. I don't know. Like, there's other things I want to do oh, first. Like, I'd watch. Yeah. <laughs> like maybe I'll like tell my wife like, hey, I'm gonna make you this planter box. <laughs> maybe that would work.
2: You would surprise yourself. It's like the most sad. It's it's frustrating at times, but it's so gratifying. It's like it blows our mind that we can just go out there and cut lettuce and eat and eat it.
1: <laughs> yeah.
2: For strawberries, my kids are like having so much fun picking all the peas and strawberries. It's fun. Oh, I bet, you I should bet the do kids it. I
1: love that. You've convinced yeah. me to think about it.
2: <laughs> think about it. Just think about it.
1: Yeah, I'll keep you posted.
2: <laughs> okay, deal.
1: Well, do you, Lisa, do you have any beef that you want to hash out or anything
2: oh, you want to bring up? I don't have a single thing of beef. I was even trying to think of, I was trying to think really
0: hard.
1: Well that's There's good. You've, you've let all that what? go. Let it all go. <laughs> you don't have any water beef, under uh, the bridge. Yeah, there there you go. Yeah. Nothing weighing down your heart. Well, how about uh, nothing. Any, how about any funny memories or good memories or things that you
2: Yeah, can... oh my gosh, I have so many, but for some reason the <laughs> I don't know why this one keeps coming to my mind. This is so random because we didn't hang out that often. But do you Merritt Reed? Do you remember Merritt yeah. Reed and yeah. Cody? Cody Draper. Yes. So Cody and I were like best buddies we were neighbors but one day I I this is the first thing that came to my mind Merritt and Cody were at my house goofing around and they had like a little dirt bike or something maybe I think and in my driveway and Merritt was like watch this guys and he did a backflip <laughs> off of the bike, and it fell over and he landed on his Face and his two front teeth fell all the way out.
0: Oh my god. He
2: was, laying on the ground. <laughs> he was cut, like gushing blood. Teeth were on the ground. He picked them up and like put them in milk, I think. Is that like a wives' tale or is that what you're supposed to do? Oh, yeah, Steve,
1: good idea. Yeah, you could do that or. Yeah. Sounds kind of gross. You could stick them right back in your mouth and hold them in your cheeks if you're old enough to. Oh
2: not my them. gosh.
1: But, yeah, milk is a. Yeah, a it
2: was mind boggling. Like the whole entire thing, root and. Uh, like the whole entire thing,
1: two of them
0: oh my out on the river. It was so funny. Did he get his teeth back? Like the same teeth put back in?
2: I think he did. I, I maybe if Merit listens, he should get on here and like send a voice memo. Right. Yeah. 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 But, Merit. <laughs> <laughs> because I feel like in my memory, I hope I'm not wrong, but I feel like they accidentally switched them.
1: Oh
0: really? <laughs> and so
2: then they were like a little
0: bit a little like, off, yeah. Yeah.
2: I don't know. I hope that's not like I feel like that is true, but I could be wrong.
1: You know, let's just say it is true until he uh, uh until it's see uh, before and after picture. Until, yeah. Until he, <laughs> until he uh calls in and corrects us. Yeah.
2: That's yeah. crazy. That was, wow. That was so funny. You know yeah.
0: Merit in high school was, like, famous for his backflip. He would, like, backflipping right. out of it all the time on everything out of everything.
2: Yeah. And
0: because <laughs> of his backflip, Gus and I spent a whole summer trying to learn how to, like, backflip and just so we could, like, then that was sophomore year and then junior yeah. year so we could show off, show Mary <laughs> that we could do it too. But, yeah, it, those guys are so funny. Uh,
2: so did you nail it. it? Did you figure it out?
0: Oh, yeah, yeah, we got it. We, oh, nice. It took us that whole summer, but we figured it out. Can you still do one? I think if I lost 15 pounds, then maybe I could try one. Let's do it before. Wow, We're yeah. going to have Gonzo try one. I, I don't want to lose yes. my teeth.
2: <laughs> don't lose your teeth. Yeah. Don't do it on pavement off a motorcycle. Yeah. That's step one. You
0: can lose your teeth. This <laughs> Steve would maybe on a cover. Maybe <laughs> <laughs> I've got dental insurance. Yeah. All right. Fine. Yeah.
2: <laughs> you know a guy. Be fine.
0: Yeah. That's so
2: funny.
0: <laughs> well, that's a funny story. Well, Lisa. Yeah, that was a
2: good one.
0: This yeah. This has been really fun. It's been, it's good to see you. You look the same. It's like as if high school never, it, it's a,
2: you guys too. It's like
0: it's 2005.
2: <laughs> <laughs> that's so nice. Thank but, you. Yeah, it's, it's been good so to see fun you. to catch up with you guys.
0: Yeah, and oh, good to hear so from you. Good. I'll keep, um, I'll just keep stalking you guys and see what you and your babies are up to. <laughs> I thought it was like Please the cutest do. thing when you're like, we're like all going to the store and, and you have all three of them in the cart and like, man, I'll keep I'll, yeah. I'll keep looking at this Instagram account.
2: <laughs> oh my gosh. Yes, you should. It's, they are so cute. I mean, I know I'm their mom, but three, three at a time. It's crazy cute.
0: Yeah, it's true. And it's got yeah. to take you like an hour to go anywhere.
2: <laughs> oh yeah. We're getting better, but we don't go. We don't go very many places.
1: Well, isn't it nice that you can have, like, groceries delivered to your house now if you want to? Or you can just, like, have them bring them out to your car for, like, the Walmart pickup or something. Yeah.
2: Can you even believe? Like, the timing of it, just real quick, is so crazy because of COVID. We had groceries that we could order. My husband suddenly was working from home. And he, at the time, was a bishop. I don't know if I mentioned that before. but he. So that was part of my mental breakdown because I was like, he's never home. My husband's never home. How am I going to do this? But all of a sudden there was like no church, like no, I mean, ish. And, um, yeah. 25%
0: church. 25% church.
2: Yeah. And then he was working from home. So he only missed five days out of 52 days in the NICU with me. Wow. So the timing of everything with COVID and triplets has been amazing, like such a blessing. So. Yes. Grocery delivery. We don't go in stores. Only Costco. Costco, I can put all the babies in the shopping cart.
1: Yeah. So yeah, that be, works. It's nice having that wholesale size cart, you know? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Everybody fits.
2: Yeah. They take all my money, but I can fit my babies in and there. <laughs>
0: with six kids, I bet you got to Costco run all the time. Those
1: Costco oh, diapers, yeah. like two boxes at a time. <laughs> oh, like when those yeah. go on sale, when those pack of wipes go on sale for two bucks off, you're just like, oh yeah. Go buy eight of them. Stocking one, up, you know.
2: <laughs> yep. Yeah, I think by the time the babies were like six months old, we had gone through five thousand diapers.
0: Oh my god. the
2: Louise, Louise. I know. Yeah.
0: That's <laughs> a lot of
1: poop. So we're yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so much. <laughs>
2: okay. Yeah. Anyway.
1: Well, this has been really fun. Thank you for taking the time to, to reach out and being willing to come on and yeah. just share your life with us. It's been really great talking to you. Thanks for saying yes.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Any time. I'm trying to recruit some friends. You know. Yeah. Do you um, want to call them out publicly? The,
1: Do you
0: think that? Yeah. I know. I know people. Have, I mean, I have requested Erin Jensen specifically. They're like, they should have Erin but she, I don't even know if she so, listens.
2: She she doesn't because she's not like. Wait, she's not on social media a lot, but I happen to still be extremely close to her, so I will put some pressure on her.
0: Yeah, because I think Brady sent in a story about someone passing out during a quiet yeah, call, yeah, and wasn't that her? Yeah, what? Yeah, so that's what Zach. So you got to talk to yeah. her now. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, she, a lot of people. You, you
2: got to talk to her. You got to reach out to Cody too. He would be great. Yeah,
0: and uh, Cody and I like we know each other. I'll send him a. I'll send him a text. Yeah.
2: He's got to get on here. He's had some interesting stuff going on. So he would be good.
1: Okay. Sounds good. Yeah. I'm excited. Okay.
2: Good to see you guys. Thank you. Good
0: night. Good night. Bye. Bye. Steve, we just got done uh, talking to Lisa. What are your thoughts?
1: I think that having three kids at one time just sounds crazy. Like, I know having one baby, it's, like, there's a lot. And you kind of you talked about it, and she talked about it. But, man, three at once. Because I think when you have an 11-year-old, you're thinking, like, oh, I can have another baby. That 11-year-old would probably help out a little bit. Yeah. It's, like, it. when you have three, just boom. Like, that would just be such a shock. And I love how real she was about it. How I was, like, going from, like, wanting one more to, like, I, I don't want three. Yeah. Or at least, like, three is going to be really hard. That's not what I was expecting.
0: Well, the thing is, three is all I have, and we're like, our kids are a handful, and we have an eight-year-old and a five-year-old, so it's like, the old, you have, like, kind of staggering, but three babies, it's like, yeah, you doubled your family in one pregnancy, and it's three babies that need so much attention, and you know what's funny, too, when she was saying about her five-year-old all of a sudden wanting to know where she is in the house all the time, I bet it, I bet it's been hard on the other kids too. I should have asked her uh, of like them getting jealous or because all these oh, babies yeah. need they're little they were in the NICU they need so much attention. <laughs> Which reminds me of a story that like Rosie, it just recently she's like afraid that we're gonna leave without her <laughs> or that or that I don't know. Sometimes I feel like because Oliver, you know, he has developmental issues. Um, and we suspect that he's probably autistic. So he takes a ton of time and energy. And I feel like, I guess that it was, I was thinking about that, about Lisa's kids because it's been true with my kids. Mm -hmm. So it's like, have we been ignoring or not spending enough time with the girls or like with Rosie because Oliver's taking so much time? So I did, I, I, I missed to, I missed asking her about that saying like, have the, how have the other kids taken all of a sudden, the arrival of three, yeah,
1: like, the, the amount of attention they get just dropping.
0: Yeah. So, Lisa, send us a voice memo. Uh,
1: just like a quick one. How have the older kids taken the the triplets? Yeah. And I think it's interesting to hear everybody's different stories of how they've handled the pandemic with COVID-19, because it sounds like she said for her, for it reason, was a blessing. Yeah. Right? Like, okay, well, all of a sudden, my husband's working at home, and the life became almost simpler because not everything was open. People weren't doing as many things. And so she was able to just stay home and have her husband there helping out with so much stuff.
0: He was working from home all of a sudden so he could help. And like being a bishop too, that's like a super busy calling that like ramped down a ton. um, So he could help.
1: He wasn't busy with his church duties as well. When there's not in-person meetings and like for congregations anyway. Yeah. I think that'd be a huge thing. So I, like hearing her say that, I was like, yeah, that, that would be great timing to have a pandemic.
0: Yeah. No, it it, it was great talking to her. It, we didn't mention this, but her and I, we weren't really friends or friends. Uh, we would just say hi to each other. Hi, hi. Like in high school. So we weren't friends, but it was, it was so good seeing her and good talking to her. Yeah. yeah it was great.
1: I think it was great. And uh, same. I wasn't, I wasn't close with her, but she was always friendly and nice from everything that mm-hmm. I remember. And so... I'm glad to see that she's still like that, and she seems really happy. Just looking at her face, she just seemed happy, and grateful that she took the time.
0: Yeah, me too. All right, if you'd like to be on the podcast, send us an email, jordanhigh 2004 podcast at podcastgmailcom You can listen on Spotify, Apple, and Google. That We need to figure out how we're going to do this voice memo episode, but it's coming. We have enough
1: voice memos.
0: Keep sending them in. We're, we'll figure out what we're going to do with them, but this voice memo
1: episode's coming, I think, soon very soon yeah stay very soon stay tuned okay all right bye guys bye